All right, so there are <laughs> there are haunted houses, and then there's McCamey Manor. McCamey Manor uh, his has been a if I can call it this, a haunted house at different locations for over 30 years. It has, it's, it's called the scariest haunted house in the world, but it's not really a haunted house. You go in one at a time. The waiver takes you three to four hours to go over and complete. And if you complete the haunted house the owner the guy who runs it will give you $20,000 again it's been running for 30 years no one has ever collected Russ McCamey the owner of the manor joins us next this is the Glenbeck program McCamey Manor not your standard haunted house. It's an audience participation event in which you, as an individual, will live your own horror movie. You have to be in great health. Uh, you you have to be drug-free. Uh, you have to have a doctor's slip, I believe. You go through all kinds of... Uh, uh, all kinds of things that you must complete, including a three- to four-hour release form... Uh, and of all things, you also cannot swear. <laughs> this is this is the craziest thing ever. Uh, Rush Russ McCaney is the owner. He's been doing it for about thirty years, and there is actually a petition now to get him to stop doing it. Nobody's hurt by it. It's not any kind of sexual gratification kind of thing. This guy uh, used to be in the military and, uh, and knows how to get to people. And he is a fascinating individual. Russ, how are you? Uh, do we have Russ on the... I see him there. We have him. Uh, for some reason, we can't hmm. get him on the phone. Hmm. All right, can you call him back, please? Uh, for some reason, our phones aren't working. This is really going to piss me off. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there he is. Russ, right. how are you? I'm here. Yeah, where are you guys at? <laughs> oh, we're here. We're just your worst nightmare. No, actually, um, I can't. I, I really cannot understand what's happening here because everything I've heard about you is that you are a really good, normal, nice guy. And yet you bring everybody's worst nightmare to reality. Yeah, they get kind of hysterical about this whole thing. And uh, I don't know what the deal is. I mean, it happens every year around this time of the year. You know, the whole shut McCamey Manor down. But, no, I don't get it either. It's just that, well, I do get it. I make these crazy movies. I make these wild YouTube films. And they look scary because they're supposed to look scary. I mean, I'm a I'm a filmmaker, so I'm trying to make it look as scary as possible. And people just get really upset, blow things way out of proportion, and now they're doing anything and everything to shut me down. And I don't know if it's going to happen. I mean, this is America. This is, you know. Uh, do, well, you know, I mean, I uh, look, Russ, here's the thing. I, I am, I, I am <laughs> so intrigued by you. 
you're a you're a fan of the show, are you not? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, okay. So you're, I mean, a lot of people on the left would say that shows how sick you are. But um, I'm fascinated by you because you are a you you are a you you don't seem to be doing this just for hype or for kicks. You've never hurt anybody, right? No. Okay. No. No, it's it's not that. No one gets hurt. It's um, it's very safe. It just it seems frightening when you're going through it. It's all just a big, a big show, big illusion. But I definitely have some, a few people kind of fooled into thinking it's something other than it is. I suspect. Right, but you have been. You, I've seen a video where you've buried a person except for their open mouth. <laughs> well, yeah, of course. Yeah, well, yeah. Well, yeah, well, of course. Yeah, of course, obviously. <laughs> you got to put a cage over I mean, somebody's yeah. face and then bury them alive. Yeah, well, obviously. Sure. I mean, who hasn't done that before? <laughs> right, right, right. So I'm I'm wondering, let, let's just start here. Um, why do people do this? They're just major adrenaline junkies. These are people who have lived and they've done all the bungee jumping and skydiving and then all the exciting things out there and, and nothing really affects them anymore. So they come to me like, Oh, I really want to feel this again. I want to feel what it was like when I you know, rode my first roller coaster or saw my first scary movie. Help me out, Russ, help me out. I'm like, okay, I can help you out. And, uh, <laughs> That's bizarre. So, wow. so yeah. it's not a, it's definitely not some sort of, you know, sexual thing. There's, there's none no. of that going on. No, in fact, there's 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 three very, very big rules in the matter. There's nothing sexual, there's nothing inappropriate, and there's nothing religious. So we keep there's nothing you know satanic or, I mean, there's nothing like that in there whatsoever. Never has been. It's very PG thirteen. It's like an Indiana Jones ride on steroids, kind of, you know. And like you mentioned, there's no cussing. I mean, how scary can it be? There's no cussing. Well, there's no cussing. You are. You find you everybody starts with twenty grand, and then I understand that if you cuss, you're you're docked five hundred dollars. So there there might be cussing, but they're penalized <laughs> for it. That's right. That's right. Okay, you, you learn real fast. That, well, I won't say that anymore. And so yeah. So right. now each of these are custom to each person because aren't you just doing? Uh, really enhanced interrogations. Basically, yes, and it's it's customized for that one individual or two folks that go through per week. We uh, it's funny, you know, we we talk to their parents or talk to their family and friends or the coworkers, and and they're more than willing to throw them under the bus. They're more than willing to <laughs> give us all the dirt about what really scares them. Wow. And so we do a lot of investigative work to find out what's going to make a good show for that individual before anything starts. So there's a lot to it. It's not just showing up and going, okay, I'm here, Russ, uh, torture me now. You know, and I hate that word because no one's tortured anyways. But, uh, you know, that's what the audience seems to think. And that's why that petition has gained so much speed, which is just incredible. It's like 80,000 plus, you know, signatures now, maybe more than that. It's over a haunted house, over – Somebody just doing a hobby. It's not even a business. It's just right, my you little old hobby. People pay you in dog food, right? In dog food, yes. One big bag of dog food helps support <laughs> the rest of the animals. And, 
Yeah. So Amazing. that's it right there. Okay. It is. It's crazy. Okay. All right. And, and let me just add it. Is there, I mean, if you go through enhanced interrogation, uh, I know, I know Navy SEALs and I know people in the military who have gone through it for real and it does right. psychologically scar you. Well, hopefully we're not scarring anybody. It's not as intense as if you went to like SEER school, which is search and rescue and, and survival school, that type of thing. And our BUDS training, you know, which is SEAL training. It's not like that. But I definitely do take aspects of what I learned in the military after 23 years. And it's just a lot of common sense. I mean, you know, I do hypnosis, which everybody knows I do that. And I'm not hiding it from the audience. When they first first come here, one of the first things on the contract is saying, you know that I'm going to try to hypnotize you. Now, I may not hypnotize everybody, but I'm going to give it my old college try here. Because if I can do that, then they're like putty in my hands at that point in the game. What, and so what, there is mind control techniques, but in a, but in a fun kind of way, not in some. That's what's so crazy about of, this you know. is, is you, I've seen videos where this woman is just, she looks like, and I know it's not, but she looks like she has blood all over her face. She looks like she's in hysterics and she's got something in her mouth that's keeping her mouth open. And you're, and you're like, okay. It's about to get intense. <laughs> and you're like, what? Are you okay with that? Are you okay? You seem like Santa that is bringing somebody through hell. <laughs> Maybe a little bit. I'm always checking on people. I'm always stopping the show to ask if they're mentally and physically okay to go on. And that's what a lot of people don't see. If you saw that little tidbit, and that's probably a mistake in editing but who knows I, i'm sure it's out there but i do i'm always trying to make sure that people know and that the that the person going through knows that they're safe and they have total control they can stop the show anytime they want to this this deal of not having a safe safe word that ended several years ago because there was a time i have to admit that we didn't offer a safe phrase and they signed up to go as long as we wanted them to go. So, oh, wow. God, they're entertaining. Wow. But, but, now, but now, yeah, there's absolutely a safe race. So you would be fine, Glenn. I think you might want to try this just as a – You know. You know <laughs> no. Uh -uh. What's the longest no, anybody's no, gone okay. since you've had the safe phrase, Russ? How, how long is – because you say well, the show can last up to 10 hours, right? Right, right. So the way it works is that you have to – Start the clock. You have to do an event, grab a key, open a door, do something to start the clock. Once you start the clock, then your 10-hour meter is on. But nobody has even started the clock yet. Oh, now, my gosh. Say that people, yeah. Wow. But that's not to say that wait. <laughs> wait. Wow. Wait. Way. You've buried people <laughs> with their <laughs> mouth open. <laughs> that that's not on the, the clock? clock? You have to get to a certain point of uh -huh. being buried. You have to have a certain depth, so to speak. And once you get wow. to a certain point, now the clock starts. Now, I, I must say, there is one woman who's actually coming back here again in, in November. She's been through it nine times. And oh she's this gosh. solid, upstanding individual, you know, who works in Washington, D.C., and a big high player. And she just loves the stuff. But we counted up how much time she spent inside the actual manor. 
And she's been inside 45 hours of actually doing activities, 45 hours of doing different things. So My is God. it Elizabeth lot, Warren? There's a lot to do. <laughs> is Elizabeth Warren, Nancy Pelosi? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> have you ever have you ever had like a Navy SEAL or Delta Force try this? Uh, I have. You have? I, I have. And they have not have. made it through, huh? They have. They have not. They have not. And um, I get a lot of military folks. In fact, military folks are my favorite because they have their head on a swivel. They know how to overcome and adapt. They know how right. to, you know, they're not, they're not knuckleheads. And this is definitely a, a non-knucklehead zone. And, you know, we don't want the crazy ones. We don't want the ones who are just trying to come here just for the money. Because if you're coming here for the money, you're going to be really upset when you leave here. Because you're not going to walk away with anything because the manor is always going to win. But in a fun way, you know, it really is fun. And that's why the testament to that is why people come back time and time again. No, it doesn't sound it fun. fun. It, no, it doesn't sound fun. <laughs> it I just does. I'm telling you, you got to try it. You got to. No, try. I'm not, no, I'm not a candidate uh, for this. Let me let me hypnotize you. <laughs> yeah, hypnotize. yeah. All right, hang on just a second. Uh, we'll continue with Russ McCamey from the McCamey Manor. Uh, you follow it and find it at McCamey Manor. All right. So Russ McCamey from uh, McCamey Manor. Uh, you're in Tennessee, a, a place called Summertown, which I believe the heat miser had to give it to his brother so it could s- snow there one Christmas. Um, but uh, you are... <laughs> You're, how does the town react to you? Oh, they, oh, they, they went crazy over me, and they, and they still do. In a good way um, or a bad way? In, in, a, in a bad way. Okay. At, least, mm. at least the leadership. You know, the leadership, when I first got here, they put out a, a community alert saying, get this guy out of town. This is where he lives. Go get him. You don't want him here. You go tell him you don't want him here. Basically, I had a, a target on my back for quite a while. And then... And then the town folk, they started kind of coming around my way. They started meeting me and thought, well, this guy's okay. Yeah, he's not like what we thought he was. And, but, but the leadership's a whole different ballgame because they kind of put their neck out there saying, we're going to get him out of town no matter what, and that hasn't happened. So they're still looking for ways to, to get me out of town. Is that what happened to you and, in San Diego, or did you, did you just move? No, no, no. That's a rumor. That's a rumor. That okay. That's a rumor that pro- that probably I started because I like to start a lot of stories. <laughs> you know, so, I love a guy who says I probably know, started. <laughs> not, can't can't confirm nor deny. Right, most right. likely. Yeah. Right. So. Okay. So now let me give you some things. Um, the petition claims that you hire employees with violent histories and you make people ingest pills that cause hallucinations. Right. Well, first off, there are no employees because it's just a little low rust. So you come to the manor, there is nobody here except me against the contestant. That's it. My noggin against, against their noggin. And, and their wow. job is just not to let me get in their head. So, huh. so that's not true. Um, in San Diego, we had some actors, but as far as what their backgrounds were, I have no idea. Never heard about violent histories or whatever, so that's a nice little story. Um, the, the pill situation, again, here's, here's where people have to put on their logic caps, and I know it's hard to do sometimes for certain folks, all those ones who signed that silly petition. 
But if I was really, really doing things that were illegal and giving medication to people and torturing people and doing this and that, that would be illegal. I don't care where you're at. That's not allowed. So there must be something more to the situation. And that's where the hypnosis comes into play. Because if I hypnotize you, like I was saying earlier, I can make you believe whatever I want. And that's the magic of the manner. Without giving too much away, just kind of add two and two together and realize that if, that if all this stuff is going on that's in the petition, I wouldn't be here right now. I'd be locked away in the birdcage theater someplace. I'd be gone. The petition you know, says so. this. You're literally running, literally, I'm quoting, a kidnapping and torture house. Some people have right. had to seek professional psychiatric help and medical care <laughs> for extensive injuries. Jeez. I know. Sounds sounds amazing. Yeah, <laughs> and it's it's good PR, but that's about all it is. But <laughs> they they can write. It just goes to show you they can write whatever they want. And what they're doing is they're they're just taking their own thoughts based upon movies that are five, six, seven years old that I made back in San Diego. They're not basing anything upon the reality of what it really is. And in fact, every show before every show, I call the police. I let them know what I'm doing. I, I volunteer for them to come down and watch the show anytime they want to. Law enforcement, the district attorney, anybody can come here unannounced anytime they want to with cameras in hand, film everything they want, but no one ever does. So no one's ever taken me up on my offer to actually see what I do. Instead, they do things like the petition. All right. So uh, if you wouldn't mind hanging on just a couple more minutes, I want to... I want to sure. talk to you about uh, how you design these things. Uh, you know, some of the, the weirder things that you've had to do to freak people out and get them to not win the 20 grand. Also, the four-hour waiver process, what that's all about. Uh, when we come back. So we have Russ McCamey on. He is the owner of McCamey Manor, uh, McCameyManor.com. You might have seen an episode on Netflix of Dark Tourist uh, that is really quite uh, frightening. Uh, and you'll see, you know, you'll see military guys go through and they won't make it an hour with Russ. And they're tough guys. Uh, it is, it's truly a frightening haunted house, if you will. He's on with us now. Um, you know, is water waterboarding is considered torture, right? Right, right, right. Actual real waterboarding is torture. Correct. You do a form but, of waterboarding, though, don't you? Sort well, of? I mean, there is a lot of water <laughs> at the haunt. It is a it is a water ride for sure. Water ride. Um, so, you're, <laughs> you know, so it's like going to the water park. It's all, and because uh, water is. Uh, it's a great way to uh, to motivate people. <laughs> now we have we have we've done waterboarding here at the studio. Pat and I waterboarded mm-hmm. Stu. Uh, we With used Ensure. Yeah, we used Ensure, but it was too chocolatey. Uh, uh, he couldn't handle it. He couldn't handle it. <laughs> he he thought he thought he could handle it with the chocolate opposed to water, but it was no. just too chocolatey for him. Uh, <laughs> we we have a guy on staff. Uh, who is trained in enhanced interrogation techniques. And he said, A, that uh, when I told him you were on this morning, he said, oh, I'd never go because 
you're never going to win. You can't. There's no way to win. Everyone breaks. True? Right. Yeah. True. Absolutely. He says he knows because he will neither confirm nor deny uh, but I, I, I know some. You remember the hairy back guy from uh, from uh, Al Qaeda that we got years and years Sheikh ago, Mohammed. Yeah, he mm-hmm. was right. He was at least around the area when they were talking to that guy, um, and, uh, and and I'd like to send him with a bag of dog food, just because I'm a good <laughs> employer, uh, and uh, put him through your course to see how long he lasts. Sure, we can do that. All right, absolutely. All right, now let me ask. Let me ask you this, Russ. Uh, you've had really tough guys. What is the what's the shortest amount of time somebody has lasted uh, in 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 the manner who was a tough guy or thought he was a tough guy? Oh, that's that's easy. Uh, I'd say half the people quit during the contract, so they don't even get inside the manor. So these rough and tumble guys, once they read what's coming down the pike for them, they're like, no, I don't think so. I'm, I'm done. I really? So that okay, so is that part yeah. of it? Is that part of it is the is the release form? Is that part of the psychological workup? Absolutely. And that's also where I do all the hypnosis, too, because I'm not. I'm not so good that I can hypnotize somebody in five seconds like some people can. I need several hours with them. I need to really get inside their noggin. I need to do all the repetitive words. I need to do all the things, all the tricks that it takes to hypnotize somebody. I need that time. So I'm not so good that I can just click my fingers and, you, and you're hypnotized. So time is important. Time is on my side. And that's why That's why when you first get there in the morning, you're, you're, you're there at, you know, like 10 a.m. and you're there until sunset, and then when uh, when the sun goes down, the fun begins. So, I've so got, this I'm is also all wearing this is also wearing people down. So by the time they Absolutely. hit the manor, you've already worn them out. Absolutely, because we do a lot of physical activities during the daytime. I call it kind of kind of a mini boot camp, and this way, this way, it's important. I need to know what type of physical activities they can do and what they can't do. So I'll have them hold their breath underwater, you know, in a nice way, not not in a violent way. But I'll just say, well, how long can you hold your breath? Because these are things I need to know because there is breath holding inside, you know, whether it be dirt or whether it be water you're going to deal with. Um, I need to know these things. So during the daytime portions, that's when I'm finding out what their limitations are. And then I'll work around that because the last thing we want to do is have anyone get hurt. So I really need to know where they stand physically and before they roll inside the real show. What is the what is the most common fear and what is the what is the fear that you thought, hmm, wow, I'm I have I'm gonna have to work on that one for a minute. Most common fear is definitely water. Water is a great equalizer for sure. And because there's so much of it being used, it's always on you. you. You're either cold or, but you know, if it's hot outside, you're glad the water's on you. But you're either getting cold or you're just you're just wet and comfortable. It's not always in your face, but but you're always wet, and it just drains you. It drains your body after hours and hours of having a big heavy onesie on because everybody has to wear these crazy onesies, like a bunny rabbit or a cow or something. You got to be something. You got to be something. <laughs> silly 
when you're inside the haunt. It just looks so goofy on film. But there's also a reason why I do it, because it weighs you down. You get those big old suits all full of water, and it's hard to move. It's just another, another means of tiring you out. Absolutely. And what is the what, have you have you met with anybody that you thought this one's going to be hard to crack, or this person's fear is unusual? I did a few weeks ago. We had a war veteran who lost both his legs, a double amputee. And I thought, how in the world am I going to put this guy through the show? But he is a really motivated young man who, who's a rock climber, one of those really athletic guys. You know, he weighs 170 pounds, solid as a rock, but he's got no legs. And I thought, should I even do this? And I thought, you know what? He's so motivated and it's so inspirational that I was like, I couldn't say no to him. And this guy just kicked it. This guy was great. He did everything we needed him to do. I didn't need to, to dumb down the show whatsoever. Um, eventually, I think the, the water and just fatigue is what got to him. But he held in there just as long as the big rough tough guys with all their extremities. It was incredible. I mean, really inspirational. I've never seen anything like it. So Men break was- slower than women? No, no. Women are much stronger. Oh, no, by far. Because it's it's mainly psychological, right? Absolutely. absolutely. Yeah, the women have a much much higher tolerance to my little shenanigans than the guys do. Why is that? They don't fall for it. Why is that? You know, I I just think women are tougher overall, right? We all all have women in our lives, and they're just tough. Come on, we have to admit, guys, women are tougher than we are. We, We know that. So, and for for being honest with their, with ourselves, they go through some really amazing ordeals in their in their life, and things that a lot of guys would say, "No, I don't think so." And I think that there's you know? a lot. I think there's something to girls. I've had girls. I've had boys uh, in the at raising them. Girls are mean. Girls are mean oh. to each other when they're in you know their teen years. They go through some really nasty things uh, in school years. Yeah, I agree. They're and they're very competitive. I mean, they're much more competitive than the guys are. The guys are, are like, "Hey, this oh, is yeah. fun." Let's, but but the women are like, "No, this is serious, Russ. Bring it on. Bring and, it on, Russ. We're doing this right now." And do you use so, do you use animals? I do. Lots of spiders and snakes and scorpions uh, and uh, rats mm. and. And rats, you know, a lot of bugs, a lot of yeah, little rats. But they're they're field mice. But field mice, field mice are worse because they're smaller, they're quicker, and they love to get inside your clothes. Oh, so as you're, you know, and Ooh. then they stay in there. And no. so now you're you're walking you're walking around the rest of the day with field mice in your little outfit, oh, and they're my. just. You know, yeah, yeah, that's what I say. Too. Oh my <laughs> god! No, could you make it through? Do you think? Could you make it through your own? show yeah because i because i know how it works yeah but if i didn't know how it, i didn't know how it worked then no no so no one's going to make it through you know just be really clear with that and that's why when people come here they need to come here for the right reason because they want to they want to push themselves and they're and they're coming here just because it's entertainment and it really is fun and a testament no it doesn't sound fun <laughs> it doesn't you know it sounds fun for you know honestly <laughs> uh, if you watch like mission impossible and you see and and you know i don't know 
I don't imagine that there are very many people, if any people like this, where, you know, he's he's rock climbing without any rope or anything. And he gets his right. thrills doing that because his life is so crazy. If those people right. really exist, I could see those people saying, oh, I want to go through this. They're out there. I mean, they fly in from all around the world to take on this little challenge. It's amazing. It's not a local thing. But the locals don't go. The locals have smartened up like, no way. I'm not doing that. But all these folks that fly in from around the world, you know, cross the pond. And it's amazing. They spend all this money to get here. They, they spend their vacation time to get here. So, so I, I kind of i am hard-pressed. I have to give them a good show because this means a lot to them. Do they sell the dog food at the airport? Because that's what I would do. I would set up a little dog food stand there at the airport. <laughs> it's your dog food here. Russ, has, has, there, has, there, has there ever been a person you thought was going to make it that you thought, okay, maybe, no. maybe they can go the distance? Never? No. Wow. No. Never. How many people do you turn away? Oh, my gosh. I turn away uh, thousands and thousands because – the waiting list is mm. I can't even I can't even comprehend what it is anymore. In fact, it's so big right now we have to go to a lot a lotto to win a ticket here. Um, especially since all this craziness. You know, that's one thing that these petition people don't get. All they did was just gain more attention to oh, the yeah. manor. Yeah, yeah. And made it more popular. I just hope that nothing crazy does go on because, you know, it is life, liberty and the pursuit of happiness and this is just a hobby. It's like saying you know, Glenn, you like flying remote control airplanes. Well, you're no longer allowed to do that, Glenn, because we don't like what you're doing. And it's the same thing. Nobody's getting hurt. It's not what the petition says whatsoever. So it is frustrating because I have people coming out of the woodwork. Um, you know, this weekend I have an inspector coming out now. They have to inspect for, for fire safety now. And there's no fire safety codes, but they're just doing whatever they can do to kind of harass at this point in, in point in time. You, so it is kind of frustrating. You only charge dog food for doing this. This is something that, you know, you're doing it part-time. Is Are you really actually a wedding singer as your full-time job? I Well, kind of as a, as a part-time gig, yeah. Like if you – there's a movie on Netflix called Haunters, The Art of the Scare. That's a really good movie. That's a feature documentary. And it stars um, stars me, and uh, there's also the dark tourist one. But but Haunters is a feature film, and uh, it's got me doing the wedding stuff out there. Yeah, if you if you go to djparty.org, you'll see me in all my glory out there entertaining folks and stuff. So uh, so how scary can it be? I'm a wedding singer. Come on now. <laughs> it's bizarre. <laughs> it's just bizarre. Russ, it's really good talking to you, and uh, best of luck. And I'm. You know, I'm there's there is a part of me that uh, says, you know, I, I don't know if we should be doing this. But that part of me is the that big government part that I hate. Uh, I, you know, as long as everybody is a consenting adult and you're not hurting anybody and 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 they know what's going on. I I don't see why there's a problem, Pat. Oh, no. I, I mean, it's a personal freedom thing. Yeah, it's a freedom thing. You yeah. have the right to do as long as nobody's getting hurt. Mm-hmm. I don't know whose business right. this is, except between you and the person going through it. Russ, thank you so much. God yes, bless. Sir, thank you. You bet. Bye-bye. You. I think we Bye. send Jason.
If yeah. he's serious, oh. I think we send Jason in a cameraman. Is he willing? Jason! <laughs> so we have uh, Jason uh, in with us, our chief researcher, Jason. Y- you want to go? I'll I'll do it because I hate the big government aspect of this as well, and I want to help him prove that you know about this because I know everything involved and in what he's going to do. I know that I won't make it, and I'll break it, mm. and I'll break. But I'll do it only if we can send one of our send our crew along with it to help him prove this case. Yeah. Okay. All right. We'll do mm. that. Now, what do we get if you don't last an hour? <laughs> <laughs> Besides your eternal shame and humiliation. How dare you, sir? How dare you, sir? <laughs> uh, yeah. So let's get him back on the phone, you know, off air and see if we could arrange that. And we'll send one of our, our cameramen out with uh, with you uh, because it's not it's not right. I, I think I mean, this is pursuit of happiness and you may not like it and it may make you uncomfortable but intellectually emotionally i could say oh yeah we you know that's not right but intellectually n- no <laughs> the guy is seemingly a really good decent human being he doesn't he doesn't allow people to swear around <laughs> so um uh, yeah, we'll see if you can get that lined up, and All we'll right. send you out. All right. Yeah, Merry Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> Bill O'Reilly. I wonder if he makes people listen to Bill O'Reilly. Oh, no. We're going to do the audio book. Bill O'Reilly's audio Unconstitutional. book. No, I can't <laughs> take it. Bill O'Reilly is up next.